Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 19 of the Subscription Podcast. I am Paul Chambers, and I'm so excited, thrilled to be joined here today by our not-intern French counterpart, Swiss Army Knife of a Marketing Genius from the Sub Summit team, Mr. Louis Pierre Marie Ricard. You started with a French accent <laughs> and it turned into an Italian one. I don't even. It did. I don't even know how to. Thank you. Thank you. You're you very welcome. Thank you very much <laughs> for this introduction. Listen, Louis, uh, I'm really excited to have you here because uh, Chris George couldn't make it today. He's a very busy guy. And we have a lot of fun things to talk about. But what I love is you're always the one that's dropping the news in the subscription news channel for us. We have an internal Slack channel called Subscription News. Anybody on the team, when they see it, they drop stuff in. So today we're going to be talking about some of those points. You dropped a okay. great thing in this morning. What's amazing is last night at a stream of consciousness, I started slacking you. And then this morning you dropped me an article that you happened to come across about like people's willingness to keep, uh, what do they call it? Like the auto renewal feature. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that a little bit and how my stream of consciousness is connected to it. I came up with the world's most amazing loyalty program for Olive Garden. And we're going to pitch it to them live on the podcast today. We're not actually calling them. We're just going to like do it all and tell them. I like them that awesome you say we because I haven't gotten prepped at all. So uh, we're going to talk about Moise Ali throughout uh, Amazon needs a prime VIP. I want to talk about that a little bit. Shopify rolled out some new things in the latest editions, oh. integrating subscription into it. And then Ford is out there being naughty. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Ford, go further. And <laughs> that was like sponsored. But. Ford is stealing executives from Apple to develop out their subscription services They're doing program. It. They're investing They're doing in it. Uh, and if we get time, we're going to talk about NFL's new red zone subscription. But mm-hmm. we'll make sure we save time for name that subscription game we're going to be playing. And you are going to be playing for Chris George's points today. Now, fun disclaimer, before we get into this, he is collecting points along the way. When he gets to 100 points, he's going to be getting a prize. You will not be getting any part of that prize, but you are collecting points for him today. Feels unfair. All right. (laughs) Definitely not unfair. (laughs) So, okay, so you came across this report out there. This was a Stanford report about the subscription economy boon for companies, but it's it's about federal, federal regulators coming in and talking about, like, the need for being able to cancel auto renewals a little bit easier. Uh, but you pointed out something about this report that was interesting, right? Yeah. So I'm a little ticked off with reports lately because, you know, we always see in the news, brand new study, brand new things. And we operate in a space, Paul, that I don't think brand new can work with three-year-old data or two-year-old data. We're in a space where every six months or even every quarter, something you need to keep track. So this right. study, that's brand new study, is using data from 2017 all the way to 2022, without any data from 2023. And they found that people forgetting about their subscription, so paying without knowing, are, is responsible for 200 boost in sales for those subscription services. Wait, wait, 200% boost? What are you talking about? Yeah, 200% so, higher boost. Yeah. Um, they found business revenues are from 14% to 200% higher if than they would if consumers were more proactive about managing their unwanted accounts. Yeah. So if people were conscious about, okay, my, uh, my subscription for Olive Garden, which we'll pitch later is coming up. I don't need it anymore. Mm. I'm going to cancel it. A lot of people forget. I think that used to be true. Okay. I think, I think now people are so much more budget conscious. We saw in the annual report we published, right? Everyone is so much more budgetary conscious. What can I do to save as many pennies as I can to afford that vacation? I can't, I can't take anymore. Right. Like budgets are, you know, reducing how do we make it work with the family that we have right and And people like things like subscribe and save because it 
one, they get the, the replenishables on a schedule and they're saving money. Yep. Also known as auto ship. I actually tweeted this last night. <laughs> subscribe and save is scary because the word subscription is scary. People, but auto ship yep. doesn't say enough. It doesn't say that you're saving money by getting the auto ship. And this was my stream of consciousness that I sent to you because that's a, so that's the the challenge out there with it is yeah. People forget or they get too much and then they get frustrated. And they don't. Yep. I feel like, and I've said this before in other places, they, they, when the package arrives, there should be a set of QR codes on there that you can scan. Mm -hmm. And it says like, what's this too early or too late? And then it'll allow you to like say how too early, too late. You think one week's two weeks, whatever. And then it'll automatically adjust for you. It reduces so much friction. Or I was talking with my brother about this late last night too. And he's like, or your other idea of like text you and say like, Hey, your stuff's about to ship. Are you ready for it? Yes or no. And then over like, we're so smart today. We have such great like development teams out there and programming the ability to do things. Why can we not make it so it eventually figures out the frequency and is perfect? I think it's because we as consumers are so volatile. Things no, change. Baloney. I I think so. I think you this think is, you use toilet paper in a different frequency every week. I'm not saying for everything. I'm saying for certain products it would for sure work. Right. Right. Okay. Don't look at Alex. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex looked at me. Alex, stop nodding. Uh, like your, the amount of razors yes. you use. There are things in life okay, that no, have a so set razor, frequency. Razor is a great example. So you decide to be or clean. Dog food. No, no, let's stick, stick with razors. You decide to be clean shaven for six yeah. months. And then one day, because you're a millennial, you think a mustache is cool. Okay. <laughs> mustache is oh, cool. Oh, wow. I don't need. It's not going to change. I, okay. But what I'm saying then, the point is it, it should. So then it should adjust my frequency. Yes. Now I've got them stockpiling. Yes. I scan the QR code on there or like their text messages should be like just in the beginning to figure it out. And then over time, but like dog food, my dog's eating the same scoop of food every single day, yes. two times a day. And that's right. why that's why I love your QR code. I, I think it's like, how do we get that real time data? Why is this not happening right now? People don't want to invest in this. People no. think, oh, I'll rely, I'll rely on 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 third party data that I don't have. Where this is the beauty about subscriptions, you can get zero party data as often as you can get, right? By rewarding consumers who take your survey, by giving them extra perks. But right. how do we get the most out of our consumers to make sure they understand, hey, this is for your benefit. We gain nothing out of it outside of changing a few operation yeah. like or logistics thing, right? So this is about how you message that, hey, this survey is not an annoying survey. It's not to tell us how awesome we are. This is about you. Yeah. How are you doing? Is this okay? Was this too was this too late? How do we make it better next time, next month, next quarter? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I think I think you're you're spot on with that. And that's where so Shopify released their latest editions mm -hmm. the summer here uh, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago now, and they built subscription into yep. it. And what was interesting um, is I saw a tweet out there, somebody talking about, you know, hey, how is subscriptions in there now? And what's it going to change for the landscape of all these other companies that are layering the apps that are in there? And Toby, uh, the CEO of, is Toby president? Harley's president, Toby's CEO. So Toby said, um, you know, this is the base. This is like the core of what you need for subscriptions. While it's pretty good, there's so much more to be expanded upon in that. And that's where I think these apps like Order Groove and Recharge and Bold come in and offer these types of things, right? Yeah. Like how do you make it better in there and, and do those types of things? And that's the, I think that's the ultimate tricky thing, right? You were saying you should be able to do this for most products. But like I said, like this all depends on what you're offering. So how do you maximize the value of your, of your offering while understanding your customer base, if you have, let's say, hundreds of thousands of people, right? It gets very tricky to, right. to manage all of that intel because some people might say, this worked great. 
Some people might say it's late. So how do you manage all those logistical nightmares that can potentially arise from yeah. the surveys? So that's and, the other layer. And there's are more physical products, right? This isn't yes. like, this isn't every sure. single product that's out there. Um, you know, streaming products, yeah. for example, they're, they're going to be in, you're not going to like, hey, your streaming is going to renew. This could be interesting though. What if you had a QR code for like, hey, we dropped X movies this month. How many of them did you watch? Or, oh, mm-hmm. like, hey, today we released this new show. When do you plan on watching it? Well, they already know that by like the frequency of the algorithm and things like that. You would hope so. But what if you had more intel of like, hey, guys, like I, we know Netflix and Disney are investing like crazy on original content. Right. So is Max, right? So could that help Max. them potentially get, you know, a better intel of like, hey, we released 13 movies. 98% of our customers said they only watched three. Yeah. We don't need to produce as much. Let's spread it out. So how about this then? So NFL is adding in just a red zone subscription. Super on interesting. There, right? Oh my gosh. I'm not a so football money. guy, but like, so I feel like this is a good thing. This is insane. Well, tell me, so tell me about it. Tell me what you're, you're like. So one, yeah. So, for, so for, for some context on NFL Red Zone, it's pretty much like a seven to eight hour highlight reel on football. So NFL Red Zone, it's been here forever. And there is one host who's an absolute all-star, Scott Henderson, I believe his name is. Okay. And what they do is they take you across every single NFL stadium in America at the same exact time when a, f- when a big play is about to happen or when a touchdown When you're in the quote-unquote red zone, yes. right? So Bradley, Bradley you're a football guy yards. too, right? Like you watch the sports thing? Oh, sure I am. Yeah, yeah. So I, might, meter... I might do this. I might subscribe to this. <laughs> Interesting. It's insane. Like that. just that addition alone is going to drive so many people to that subscription. So I think it's fascinating what they're doing. It's I was really reading the press release and they're – making a conscious effort on the DTC side because they understand the yeah, value of Red connecting Zone in the, fans. In the past, it was only through like one of the networks. Yes. Like I remember my buddy loved Red Zone. Yes. He subscribed to Comcast to get it. Yep. So you could only watch it there. Is that right? How it was in the past? It, it used to be through cable. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you can go direct to consumer on it. You can go on your phone. You oh. can go on your iPad. Yeah, you can say, go. That's genius. I'm surprised it took this long, honestly. Right. Yeah. Why? Why did it take this long? I think, the NFL's been dealing with fairly like a decent amount of storylines, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that they had to take care of. And now they're like very much like working to, in my opinion, compete with the best league in the world, which is the NBA. The NBA has got it figured out uh, as far as engaging with fans. The NFL is a harder time because it's not a, as global of a sport. But there's no like NBA red zone. Like It might be soon. They could they could they do that like when keep, the games at the fans end of the keep game? asking about it is because, it sports yeah. for people with ADHD is that how that works like honestly <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I that's mean, a big like that would be in the red zone but if if you think about it the model is is great because you're engaging fans mm-hmm. and giving them 10 times more content than they could consume while giving them every so like if I'm a fan of the Detroit Lions nothing stops me from watching the game but I can have right. red zone on my on my ta- on my tablet and be like whoa this is happening well, well what does yeah. this mean for this playoff run that were that were well what were you saying about nba i'm sorry i cut you off there like what's nba doing better or what have they so the the nba what they've done better is engaging fans internationally globally like Mm -hmm. the nba presence in china and in other continents in africa is absolutely insane the nfl is barely getting into europe right now and when you look at that one it's because the nfl is much more of an american people are confused because they call it football first of all that's (laughs) honestly i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if like just them like us calling it soccer it's got to be a whole mess but the nba is doing it right by investing in like hey we know a lot of people loved kobe bryant love michael jordan so let's build camps where they can practice and they can play and now you have these fans for life and we can oh 
Let's get them content too. Let how do we get them to watch games? Got and it. they will watch it despite the time zone differences. And now the NFL, there's coverage in France, for example, like the Super Bowl. People stay up for it. And it's the interest is is growing. So when you, you were in France until you're how old? You 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. So what what American sports did you watch or and when you did, how did you connect with them? The NBA. And it was on a legal stream, so I Ooh. will not say the name of that site. Uh, no, <laughs> but it was spare the streaming provider today. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was uh, it was the NBA mentally because I was always a big basketball guy. But then I got into football, and that was way harder to find. Really? Uh, Would you go on like Twitter and it'd be on Periscope or something like that? I don't even remember. Those sites were very like not yeah. good. I probably should have thrown my computer away when I was done. But yeah. it was um, it allowed me to watch them for free. But it was like. At 2 a.m. I would stay up or Got 3 a.m. I'd wake up, depending yeah. on. It was kind of the random time. So now because of these apps, the direct-to-consumer approach with them is it's really opening up that market so much more. Yep. And the NBA, um, this is this is older storyline. They're starting to play with augmented and virtual reality. Oh, they're doing cool stuff. I love what they announced. They released where, like, you can be in the game. It's, like, yeah. it's fun ways of like to engage fans even more yeah. now obviously it's still a prototype like how do you monetize it all that stuff but gosh i would slam dunk on LeBron if you all day. in my opinion if you want to figure things out about how people behave if you observe the sports leagues you know exactly where to go like the fact that the nfl the nba now baseball they're all investing in the direct-to-consumer approach that should tell you that right. everyone needs to work on that because they're understanding hey this is not just like here you go, figure it out. This is a, hey, how do we get you to engage with our product? And listening to their customer. Like oh, yeah. baseball this year with the the pitch clock mm -hmm. has dramatically changed the game. Attendance is up. People are enjoying the games that yeah. much more. Like I took my kids down this year and I wasn't dreading it. Mm -hmm. Like because I knew two hours and 15, 15 minutes would yeah. likely be out of there. Everybody's like, yeah, it's so much faster. It's nice, you're home earlier. And so they're listening to their consumers or looking at the data and making better decisions. I mean, I think that's a, that's got to be a result of more direct-to-consumer engagement than ever before. For sure. I mean, they were already they're selling tickets to consumers and stuff like that, but like what they're seeing out there and and what they're able to do, I bet, is dramatically changing all this. I think the one potential downfall is attending games, and that might be the the next barrier they have to kind of figure out is like, okay, now yeah, that we but you put on your Vision Pro, and then somebody else is sitting at the game wearing their Vision Pros. And you can just watch from their vantage point. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's going to be controversial? Do you think that's going to be a problem? Like, are people not going to be allowed to wear their Apple Vision Pros to the game because then they can just basically stream? It all depends. It. Let me say it this way: I wouldn't be like the when when the COVID pandemic happened, the NBA went into this bubble, right? Yeah. And there was no no one allowed in the stands. Mm -hmm. The viewership went super high. Yeah, everyone was still watching. There was still money. There was not money made from fans you know sitting in the seats so if the nba or those leagues find a way of not losing money okay, by fans it. attending i figured it out so here's here's the way it's going to work okay, as a ticket go. holder you are entitled to stream from your seat but it has to go through their app and they are able to collect a percentage of revenue off of your streaming that's from your seat okay. you get a, you get a cut of it so it's like it's like a twitter split 60 40 or whatever it is and so you can wear your apple vision pro and i can subscribe to you and watch from your vantage point. And we, sh we share in that revenue, revenue share. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. We'll see. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe they won't. You just look like the weirdo sitting in the stands with your Apple Vision Pro glasses That's, on. I think there's going to be definitely a, a period of time, like yeah. two or three years, like what the hell is happening, yeah. guys? But I think there is a giant, gigantic opportunity, but then you also lose that aspect of, of sport, right? That brings right. people together 
Now you're more alone than ever. So I think people won't want to lose that for quite a while. You make your kid wear the glasses then. So you can be present. So deprive the kid from his first experience. I mean, they don't even know. They're just there. You know, they're not paying attention. They're watching the popcorn guys around the stage. You have kids I don't. So I'm (laughs) going to take your word on that. I took Parker to a Ravens game last weekend. And at some point, he's really good about it. Like he's, he's almost 10 now. And so... You know, he's starting to pay more attention to the actual game. I'm like, you know, we in his preseason, so we were able to sit third row yeah. and had lots of fun together. But at some point, I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, the game's right here. And he's watching the big screen for the game. And I'm like, dude, it's like happening in front of us, you know. So it's it's, it's been funny to see, yeah. you know, that. But, you know, so speaking of progress and where the world is going, mm-hmm. uh, automotive is really starting to make some headway on Crazy. this. Finally, yep. finally. Um, but I read a report as, as I jumped off of like your news that you shared of Ford stealing the Apple executive, that the report suggested that the automotive subscription market is sent that be, one to you too. Uh, you put it in there. I know <laughs> $21 billion by 2028. However, then I went digging deeper. This is the whole stupid report thing. Yes. First of all, the report didn't say like, is it, yes. is it subscribing to a car or subscription services in there? So then I went a little bit deeper. I found a McKinsey report that suggested it'll be a $750 billion market by 2030. And, you know, this it's saying it's like $4.1 billion currently. I mean, overall, like the opportunity is tremendous with this where, you know, General Motors is going with with their OnStar and Tesla's with their self-driving subscription, Super Cruise subscription over at, at GM. So like, I think, you know, Ford going after this Apple executive to invest in their subscriptions, like, brilliant move. It's super interesting that they did it. And one, we know the how Apple is so conscious about its customers, right? They, they didn't build just a brand. They built, like, a, an icon for all these all these customers, you, you and I included. But Ford also was, it's kind of, like, ahead of, in the race of subscription in a weird way because they just got, uh, not, too, not too long ago, they got accepted to be the only... Uh, subscription vehicle in the UK. Wow. Tesla did not apply for it. And I what don't do you know. Mean? What's that mean? So there was a story. I need to like do some digging on it. It's in our annual report too. We did part of the case study, but the Ford Blue was the only software allowed on UK road. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and that's like a whole, you know, that's a whole demographic that Tesla and GM, I don't know how they're tapping into it, but very differently than Ford. So I'm wondering if, them doing that, investing in, 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 you know, overseas and hiring this this incredible man that Peter Stern is, yeah. how that's going to all shape out. But Ford is definitely not a little player in this subscription no. game, which is super interesting. Yeah, not by any means. And, you know, they've, they've really been investing in their tech infrastructure and everything mm-hmm. that they're doing there. And so, you know, hopefully Peter Stern's going to come and hang out with us in the studio one day if he's going to move to Detroit to Might be as well. Ford. Where do you uh, where do you see it going? This this subscription like is there any limit gosh. to it? Like is what what's the deal? Because we know it's been a long time coming, but where do you see the space? Look at you yeah, the interview for on sure. Me. Look at you. You have the, the better thoughts on this. I'm not the expert. Um, you have a Tesla. You figure it out. Yeah, look, I think I think there's tons of opportunity with self driving. Um, Tesla's about to launch V12, or put that's when it comes out of beta, and so oh, wow. that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Opening it to the masses. Doing more with that. How many are going to subscribe to it for two hundred bucks a month? Huge potential in what Tesla is doing there, um, and I, it's such a fragmented market. There's so much confusion. Some of the biggest companies in the world still have no idea what they're doing. You hear reports of Stellantis that is stripping pieces of software away 
you know, taking away like traffic view and make it so you have to subscribe to a totally wrong approach, wow. wrong way to look at it. And, and, and so I think they're just like trying to figure it out right now. Um, you know, I, Volvo has been super successful with their car subscription. Um, you know, could Hertz move into that space with the, the way rentals are treated and, and stuff like that. So I think it's, I think it's still very much uh, the wild west a little bit. And my advice and encouragement to the automotive segment is listen to what the consumers are, are want and help develop stuff for, for that, that space. And I think, you know, looking at companies like what Apple has done, that's exactly what they did. Okay, we, we know our consumers want storage. Yep. They want music. They want these premium services, and they're willing to pay for them. The services segment at Apple is massive, a multi-billion dollar business. And it didn't just happen overnight. And it didn't just happen because they kept, like, jamming stuff down the consumer's throat to see what sticks. They were thoughtful about it and, mm -hmm. and came to the conclusion. So that's where I think, like, it's going to take time. It's going to take half a decade before we get to, like, something meaningful and meaningful progress in that space. But I think we'll get there. I think it's fascinating that there is no true leader in the space. No. And that's one of the only industry I can think of when there's not like a distinguished subscription leader. I think streaming is a little tricky too because there's so many streamers, yeah. right? Like Spotify could arguably be that, but they're all doing about such, a lot. Yeah, no. But like, you know, Tesla has three different uh, subscription products. They have self-driving thing. Self-driving, connectivity. So like the different connectivity within the car and, and different packages that come alongside that. Is that through your app too? Yeah. So like Got you it. get like the, you know, the, the, the ser connectivity service. Yeah. Uh, I, mine comes with my car, so I don't know everything it mm -hmm. includes, but I know it's a subscription. And then the charging subscription. You can pay a monthly membership fee and you'll get reduced rates on your charging at superchargers. Oh. And so, you know, there's, there's a whole, so, so now what Tesla has the opportunity to do is create a Tesla one, you know, like Apple created Apple one. Yep where it's everything, it's all that bundled into one package and you get a discount on it and things like that. And then they can start to partner with, you know, the eateries around there and different stuff like that. So it's, but it'll be interesting to see where this, where this evolves to. S super interesting. And I love that you said, you know, research says one is worth, you know, 21 billion. The other said 758. Who knows? That's what we just figured out with the subscription economy. Yeah. Right. We initially in our annual report said, Hey, this, the research clearly says 200 billion by 2023. And then our marketing team, our awesome research team, they went in and they said, hey, guys, um, we're looking at more like $2 trillion. $2 trillion. Currently like, oh, today. Oh, by, by 2027. No, no, no. Today. Yeah, it's now. We're sitting in a $2 trillion yeah. subscription economy. And that's what's amazing is, is it's so uh, you know, underrated sometimes and, and yeah. really not looked at the, the value of how much it is because you know, this economy in itself and this industry, the space – is is so valuable the relationships that are formed on that two trillion dollars that's spent there so you know let's go baby let's go let's go we're gonna be talking about a sub summit absolutely 2024 dallas texas june 17th to the 19th uh before we get into our fun game of name that subscription i want to talk about something that's living rent free in my brain okay. and that is olive garden's missed opportunity <laughs> i'm telling you why Olive Garden doesn't have a loyalty program? Why Olive Garden is still in business is no! my biggest. Yeah, Stop I'm it. Sorry. Get out. Get out. Leave the podcast. I would love to know. Unlimited how many... soup, salad, and breadsticks. The pasta is amazing. You can have wine there. You're with family. How often do you go to Olive Garden? Not often enough because there's you. not one close Thank enough. You. That's if all there, I have to say. There's, not one... there's one not too far Listen, away from here. I'm telling you, if there, if there was one walkable here every single day, every single day I would be there for lunch. Bull. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like, I love the breadsticks. It's just the fact that there's not one in Troy, and I don't like missing fire runs. 
You know, <laughs> my fire pager goes off. I want to be so able to So you prioritize the safety of our residents for instead a of a thousand percent. That's a good, I, that's I a good prioritize answer. being able to drive a fire truck and everything else over. Let's go with the safety of <laughs> residents. Okay, so Olive Garden missed opportunity. Speaking Let's of this podcast that. today, brought to you by the Troy Volunteer Fire Department. Apply today. Um, <laughs> listen, Olive Garden has a huge missed opportunity in not having a loyalty program, and because right now, I, I think they're just they're just giving they away. No, they don't. They, they have a, re- a rewards program. So I like, I, of course, I'm like, oh, what does ChatGPT think about this? And oh. I said, you know, Olive Garden is ripe to develop a strong loyalty program that could eventually lead to a very nice and profitable membership model for them. You see where I'm going here? I, I do. How would you recommend this program look like? What would the benefits be? Would it be free or, or paid? And so then ChatGPT came back. It's like, sure, loyalty programs can definitely help in building a strong relationship with customers <laughs> and be very profitable for restaurants. Here's some suggestions for Olive Garden's loyalty program structure, covering both free loyalty program and a paid membership model. So what it did is it gave me the first one, which is called the free loyalty program is called Olive Garden Family. This chat GPT is so smart. I'm telling you, like, it's like, what a great name. Olive Garden family, because that's what they lean into when you hear your family. It would have a point system. Customers can earn points for every dollar spent. Birthday and anniversary specials. Members get a free dessert on their birthday or anniversary. These gestures increase personal connection with the brand. Early access. Members get early access to new menu items or special promo offers. Right? People like exclusivity. They like that sense. Only if you're in the Olive Garden family. Uh, Referral bonuses. Refer friends. That one's a little iffy. And then a mobile app. A mobile app dedicated to where members can track their points, get personalized offers, order online, and make reservations. Listen to me. Restaurant apps, if you do not know and look at what McDonald's is doing for their mobile app, you will never succeed in the restaurant industry. They have it on lock, and whoever has a franchise like Olive Garden, literally just copy and paste. They're going to love this app. Whatever they got going. Olive Garden, just... Just do it. Just listen to me. That's Nike, but just just figure it out. You have to be doing this. And so now, the paid membership program that ChatGPT helped me with, it's called Olive Garden Primo. That's so it's so good. This software is so good. It just knows me so well. With Olive Garden Primo, their paid membership program, you get unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. My proposal on this is with Olive Garden Family, the free membership loyalty yep. program that they have now, you get unlimited you get unlimited breadsticks and the first round of soup and salad. Because you can't go in, because right now they have unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. You can't go in and like take that away from people immediately. What we've learned with consumer behavior is you have to like slowly move things in a, the other direction. So you introduce, and it's super simple, right? It's it's free. You still get the free breadsticks and you still like, look at it. If you want a little extra salad, I'll slip you some extra salad. Like you do that in the beginning. But then you get people to join the Primo program. You get unlimited soup salad and breadsticks as, you know, as part of that. But you also get priority seating. On busy nights, members That's big. get priority That's seating big. or the ability to skip the wait list. This is, this is bigger than big. This is huge. Louis, this is, I'm telling you, okay? Also, exclusive events. You can host wine tasting nights there. You're going to be invited to cooking classes. Alex, can you look up how many people go to Olive Garden? Yeah, get us some stats on it. No, Bradley over there with the microphone can also tell us. Slack Slack Bradley so you can chime in. Uh, You also, new to Olive Garden Primo membership, free delivery. You get free delivery of Olive Garden. You can order the carryout and get it free delivered to your house. Yeah, and they can coordinate the, the, through DoorDash. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, yeah. it's super easy to implement. Yep. Uh, monthly specials and continuous discounts. So then. <laughs> it's not over yet. 
I realized Cooper's Hawk over here, a, a growing chain of restaurants, has a wine membership program. You join Cooper's Hawk and they have hundreds of thousands of members in their wine program. And most Cooper's Hawk restaurants, when they open, via their memberships are already profitable on, on just their memberships alone that My they bring gosh. in. So I said, uh, first of all, I told it to make it a long form tweet for me that I never use. I go, <laughs> could Olive Garden work a wine club into this as well, similar to Cooper's Hawk? And ChatGPT said, absolutely. Incorporating a wine club in Olive Garden's membership program program could be a great way to add value for customers while also promoting Olive Garden's extensive wine lists. This could potentially be a separate tier of the Primo membership or an optional add-on. And here's how it could work. Is I'm that how you read your ChatGPT? Uh, this is how my ChatGPT <laughs> like talks it. to me. Like and this it. one's called, called Olive Garden Primo Vino. Right. Put a, oh, I mean, yeah, but thank you. Bro. Thank you. I needed someone to help me out. So guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take any word and we're going to add O or A behind it. And that's going to sound somewhat flavorful. <laughs> where, where did we lose you, Bradley? Just the rhyme of it. Like, like you were already pushing it with the primo. But what like you were we pushing need... it with the primo and then the primo vino. It's the primo vino. And it's the glare in his eyes, too. He got so excited. He was I... like, it's, it's Oh, I can't wait to share this with Olive Garden. With primo vino, their monthly wine subscription, you get a monthly wine selection. So each month, members receive one or two bottles of wine selected by Olive Garden sommeliers. Uh, and this could include. <laughs> I know that's a little bit complicated. If you are a Somalia <laughs> Olive Garden, you're not a good Somalia. No disrespect to any of these no, people. Listen. They're wonderful people, I'm sure, but no, you've gone you, somewhere wrong. Yeah, if you look at their wine selection, it's tech, typically like lower end wines. Um, so there's some there's some comedy in that. But it can include new offerings, seasonal selections, wines that pair well with their foods. There'll be wine tasting events, discount on wine purchases, food suggestions, of course, priority access. So. I then had ChatGPT write me a commercial. Okay. Let's hear it. You ready for it? Do you want like a... <clears throat> in a world. No. Yeah. Imagine a life filled with unlimited soup, salad, breadsticks, and so much more. The Olive Garden you already love is here to make things even better. Ugh. Introducing Olive Garden Family, our free loyalty program. Earn points on every dollar spent. Get unlimited breadsticks and your, your first round of super salad on us. Celebrate your special day with free desserts, get early access to new menu items, and score bonus points with every carryout order. But wait, have you got an insatiable appetite for more? Then Olive Garden Primo, our new premium membership, has your name on it. Imagine having priority seating, unlimited soup salad breadsticks for dining, exclusive events, free delivery, special monthly dishes, and a standing discount. Monthly dishes. So why are we cooking up this tasty revolution? We know how much you love Olive Garden. And you should know how much we love you. Plus, this makes every Olive Garden visit even more rewarding. Remember, a family that eats together stays together. And we're eager to have you in our new Olive Garden family. That's pretty good. Also, great voice. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes, 100%. So we're going to start running an ad uh, nope. on nope, that's not in the Facebook for that. That's not in the budget. see how many people will get excited up for this fake loyalty program. It's great. And that's Fire Festival. But wait, there's more. Olive Garden Primo Vino. <laughs> yeah, you I was waiting that, right? for the I was waiting for the Primo Vino. That's a separate yeah. ad, Bretto. It yeah, that's a, that's a retargeting. You need a whole other ad. Primo Vino. This is why I was in the mindset. This is why I turned Italian at the end of your introduction. You were so excited. I was, but I'm still wondering. Like, I see Olive Garden. This is no disrespect because I've I've been once and I was okay with it. Like, I see Olive Garden like I see Arby's. 
right? Like, <laughs> what's the what's the future <laughs> for the franchise? Exactly. Like, how how many people go in there? Like, it's the OG baby. What do you mean? They, they're packed. The place is packed. I haven't been in a while, but you literally just said, yeah, <laughs> you can say I have I don't go. <laughs> oh man. That's Listen, all. So, so I, I love, I love okay. this. And I think this concept can be applied to pretty much virtually every restaurant ever. Like, I mean, you literally just change a couple things. This you don't say the Italian party. rhyme you, but it's, there is an interest here in like, a lot of restaurants already have loyalty programs, right? I think I was just on Applebee's website to check if they mm -hmm. had anything. They have like the Club Applebee's, yeah. which is like you receive a discount. All of you are so far behind. Darden but, Restaurants needs to call us. But it's to think, okay, for those of you who have a loyalty program, how do you escalate to that membership model? And how do you like actually see profits from it in addition to like yeah. uh, data? From and that's consumers? more my point is you start with a yes. loyalty program and then you layer in like yes. the paid membership on top of that and you can give more but the, the, the value they're getting out of that is obviously the engagement mm -hmm. with their consumers and, and like, I love some of the things that it suggests yes. like priority seating and all that kind of stuff. If you go to Olive Garden frequently, if you're a fan of the brand, you would love and appreciate this. Bradley, how much would you pay for the Olive Garden Primo membership? How much would you pay for it? Monthly? Do you, do you like Olive Garden? It's unlimited soups and salads. <laughs> and you get to literally. skip the line. So you the problem, yeah, but no, but that's this is what Louis bringing up. How much do I go there? Yeah. Okay. Let's say you went there once a month. That's a if fair. If I went there once a month, then I would have to cancel out what an actual meal there would be. Okay. Well, Bradley's not. Yeah. A so how much? So, <laughs> no, but that's so. So, if so you, yeah. How much? It's like your jam. What would that be? So wait, did, ten, did, did, did you get any data, Alex? Ten bucks, five, ten would be too much in my opinion. I wouldn't pay if ten. A, I mean, would you pay a five dollar membership? That's an interesting four ninety nine membership. I would. So do maybe that. maybe I would this do that. is maybe this is something that's baked into the wine yeah. subscription. Maybe it's not like a standalone, and you get bottles of wine. And I think they could elevate like. Like I legit looked at their wine selection as I was kind of thinking about this and I was like, oh, it's like Sutter Home and not that they're bad wines, they're just not high-end wines. Which you know? matches like kind of like what yeah. they expect, right? Yeah, I think that matches like their their average check there yes. and, and things like that. And so, um, you know, maybe there's something in there, maybe there's not, but I had there fun. Definitely this lived, is. Look at this helped me get it off my brain. Like these ideas live rent-free in my brain until I'm able to talk about them. So thank you. That's a good segment. Me. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. I'm just trying to figure out how much I'd, how much I'd actually pay for that. It has to I be the know. consistency, we already did but that's so the much point, right? This. Because they yeah, right. Part. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's already all ironed out. Yeah. You're good. No, yeah, like, no, it's great. You figure out the price. We, gotta, we gotta knock on their door. We're gonna knock on their door and show them the podcast video, and then we'll be done. And then they'll have it just like the Lego subscription, which hasn't happened yet. We're gonna make that happen too. I know we should. Let's go. Let's go make our pitch to the man. We'll, to take, the a camera. Guard. we'll take a camera. We're going to go down the Olive Garden down the road and pitch this. And she's going to be like, he or she will be like, um, can you leave, please? Can you get out of here? It'll be no. Not until you instate no. this. We, we want to call corporate to right supervisor. Yeah. We need you or, corporate. or, you know, that supervisor just shows up to Sub Summit. Just yeah. putting it out there. So I think, I think Olive Garden's still owned by Darden, which is all, Darden also owns Yard House and Seasons 52, which is walking distance. So let's just go talk to those managers. I love that you give context to our viewers who <laughs> no idea what those names are. Uh, all right, so we've we've used up a lot of time here. We need to get through our game. Are you ready for this, Louis? I don't know. I'm going to be very honest with you. I have like limited faith in my ability. It's time for name that subscription. Oh. Mm. All right, here we go. Louie, you're going to be playing today for points. Again, these points are going to be for Chris George, not for yourself. Uh, and he is working towards 100 points to get his prize currently. How many points does he have? 
He has 20 points to date. Oh, somebody wrote a one on here. I bet Chris George Because <laughs> <laughs> he was originally five points. He only has 10 points so Inflated far. He's only the point system. 10% to his prize. Uh, in if you guess it in round one, you get 20 points. If you guess it in round two, you get 10 points. Round three, you're down to five points. And if we have to get to the obvious, one point. So here we go. This is super important. Hang on. Just gonna... uh, for those of you that haven't been part of this before, this is our third time playing this, where I list off a bunch of clues that all lead you to guessing what subscription membership or recurring revenue business this is. Uh, and so... I can't uh, see. I can't hear right now. I'm in my zone. You should be good. I'm good. Okay. So here we go. Round one. Okay. This brand launched in 2005. Okay. Doesn't help. And according, well, it does help. 2005 is that's fair. Like that's fair. That's two decades one. ago. <laughs> so oh it's been around gosh. for a while. We're old. Um, according to a reputable source, their top line <laughs> revenue is 114 million. No slouch. No slouch. A um, little bit of a hiccup in 2017 as a class action lawsuit was filed against them. 2017. Um, but they're out there fighting the good fight against some of the world's biggest brands. They're fighting that good fight. Uh, they've raised a total, <laughs> I've got two sources on this, so we're between 51.5 <laughs> and 67.5 million. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Uh, they started with Venture Debt. They're all the way through a Series D. Their last Series D round was 25.5 million. In uh, the global market for this product is expected to surpass $76 billion by 2026. So they're commanding a small portion of it right now. And you're now. not going to tell me the vertical, right? Not yet. Class action lawsuit. That's the biggest thing. You're getting hung up on that. You get, that's that's Yeah, because attention. I can think of a couple. Like I think of a couple of things. There was uh, this company named Noom. And I can't remember. I can place the date on it. But they're in the, fit, they're in the like fitness slash uh, like diet industry, which I feel like would fare closer to the $100 billion range. Um, another class action lawsuit. There was another one that just happened, but that's not 2017, 2005. So I feel like it's got to be somewhat of a more digital approach. That's I interesting. I don't think it's very physical because 2005 I feel like was very much like let's advance the technology around it. You felt like like a lot of like digital type stuff started in 2005. That's a weird assessment. Honestly, I was 10 years old, so I don't remember that time. <laughs> I'm very old with you. I have no recollection. Okay. But right. it just feels right to say it. I yeah. could be very wrong, though. I'm just trying okay. at this point. Okay. I'm trying to read your facial expressions every time I <laughs> okay. say something. So, yeah, I'm not going to give you any it's facial not expressions. It's not helping. So... I'm gonna need. Do I do I take a guess every round? I'm sorry. Well, you can you can guess any time. I mean, if you start, if you you get it, I mean, tell me what you're thinking though. That's it's pretty much where I'm at okay. at this point. Like the not knowing the vertical helps. The the, the raising. You don't lose points by guessing. So like, I I guess away. I appreciate. That. Well, let's go with Noom as the first okay. one. Okay, I I would have told you. You already said Noom. I would have been told you if that's correct. So okay. Well, you, no, maybe you're a really good poker face. Not Noom, but I like the you know the interesting approach on the on the lawsuit there. Um, and, and thinking I'm about trying them. To think. I'm trying to think. Another lawsuit in 2017. I did mm. not even know subscriptions were a thing in 2017. I, I, I'm just fascinated that you're racking your brain on lawsuits that were filed in 2017. That's so like I a legal encyclopedia. Way. Okay, so um, I'm thinking back to <laughs> case law, really? and the Supreme Court did this that year. And the encyclopedia I read in 2006 <laughs> when I was 11. I'm gonna need another hint. So, I so, so I mean, so just something to think about, like raising that amount of money. Yeah, that's that's a big chunk of change. It is. I just got to go to something, and you got to keep raising because they're in a competitive space. 
there's everything is a competitive space though. That's not helping. Yeah, something like are. how many industries are worth seventy six billion dollars right now? Mm, there's there's something to lean into. So so give me three industries you think are going to be worth seventy six billion by twenty twenty five. By 2025. 2026, sorry. 2026. Well, vehicle is way above that. Um, we, No, wait, no, 21 billion by 2028. Never mind. Mm-hmm. But you said 700. Well, vehicle could be that. Shoot. Okay. Uh, Ooh, fitness is definitely up there. Okay. It's got to be. Okay. That's that's a big industry. Fitness is a good space. Good, you know, always. Ooh. People always want to be fit in that space. Me? That's just terrible. Oof. Are you hinting towards something? <laughs> oh, you, my gosh. My wife, if it's a fire run, The one I text I say, you. don't call me for the next hour because she's the only one that breaks through. All right. <laughs> uh, the third one, I think streaming was worth more this year alone. Okay. So I might, I might say maybe something along the lines of media. Mm. Hmm. And I think public. Oh, okay. Okay. Publication. <laughs> Publication it is. Let me try to read the clues. Okay, so you're ready to move on and sacrifice 10 points into the next round, eh? I, it's not my points, it's so I'm okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's very selfish, but understand. All right, so uh, round two here. The founder and CEO was a previous speaker at one of our events. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they have 200-plus employees. In 2017, the same year they got that lawsuit fired. Like famous lawsuit. They had a brief foray into a related but totally different market. Related, connected, but different. In 2018, they launched a new product that was targeted at kids. And they sell on Amazon as well as direct to consumer. Oh my God, never mind. This is this is definitely not a digital product. Last one in this round. They had a huge boom during the pandemic. All right. So that's like every subscription ever. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't want to like, I, I could have like started listing things off and that I didn't want to like. Down. Yeah. Like, don't, oh, don't make it too this easy. This and this. Yeah. A speaker. Can I ask which, if I was there when he spoke? That's, that's. Can that be an added layer? Um, because it kind of splits it up. Um, I can tell you no. Was not there. You haven't been present for this one. That's a bummer. I was really hoping it was. <laughs> no, no, it makes it harder. Okay. But so it, 20... prior to you um, coming on to our organization here, you did watch every previous speaker piece of content, 100... right? Yeah, totally. That was part of the training mm-hmm. video that I was told to do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Well, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I know I... this one. Easy. Yeah, easy. This is a layup. <laughs> do you actually know this one? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> if you have guesses, you should slack them to Alex. So we can check the timestamps and see All how right. close you are. Okay. So slack your guesses. So Alex. you said 2017, they ventured into another industry, mm-hmm. right? And then 2018, they launched something for kids. Yeah. By the way, the one that they launched in 2017 no longer exists. Okay. They tr- uh, a related but totally different market. And, but eighteen, the the one the targeted product at kids is still around. So t- so tell me what sectors segments you're you're feeling right now. I have a strong feeling towards subscription box right now. Oh okay. It just feels like that's the easiest one to like. Hey, let's target kids for it. Like target kids for it. There's I don't a know lot why. of boxes on Amazon. I feel like there is. There's okay. definitely an Amazon subscription box marketplace. And they had a huge boom during the pandemic. <sighs> that's subscription box was. Arguably the biggest boom. Okay. So that's not it, though. Maybe I was onto something with my digital I mean, product. I might be misleading you with Gosh, this. Gosh, dude. That was not part of the criteria. <laughs> so speaker at Sub Summit also would help favor boxes there. Mm-hmm. If it okay. was before me. 
Okay, okay. It's not Battle Box. They did have a kids thing. You have so to I'm you have to put in a guess it. in every round. That's my new rule. My new Calvin okay, Ball rule. That's fair. Um, so we're gonna give you ten more seconds in this round. Oh my gosh! No, you're now down to eight seconds. All right, cool. That's fine. <laughs> no pressure. Something about something about. I think the mic's shorting out. Sounds like the mic is shorting out. <laughs> I'm there, I'm there. I don't have it right now. I don't. I no? don't have any guess. No. Nothing. Okay. Here we Too go. Many are coming down to if round I don't three. Get it, I'm gonna be so pissed. Worth five points. Gosh. This is leading to the obvious. You've no seen way. me use this product before. You've seen me use this product before, and they are in over thirty thousand retail stores. Is it a hint? The founder of this company has inspired my daughters through her book and she is now the former CEO. They lead with subscribe and save in their cart. Do you need a bigger hint? I'd stop paying attention because I thought I had. Tint water. You did get it. (laughs) Yes, that is the winner right there. It's hint water. (laughs) Now you got to do the air horn. Oh yeah, I can do do that one too. I don't think I deserve it for like round... By the way, I would have not guessed any, any of the of other those? clues you told me, except for like you've seen me use this their product before. Oh, that's that was the a only product. I yeah. took a I took a drink of the water in each round to, to try I, and help. I you. wanted to say I was like, I just what class action yeah. lawsuit? This class action lawsuit. There's really a class action with? lawsuit against them as well as a couple of other companies that they were misleading about the flavoring of their water. Um, and that it was, it was actually, I don't know what it was, some sort of chemical and not the, the flavoring that's in there. You threw me off with the kids thing. So they launched, they launched the kids juice boxes in 2018. Uh Now in 2017, they launched their sunscreen, which, uh, Charlie Wahlberg, who's been on the podcast here before, loves their sunscreen and hoards it because it was really good and he Mm. loved it so much. Uh, and you cannot get it anymore except for like a million dollars on eBay. Sunscreen, um, wait, are you telling me a sunscreen is worth a million dollars? No, no, it's not that much. But okay. it, like people hoard it, and it's hard like to find nowadays. Um, so to get some of the world's biggest brands, they're going against Coca-Cola and Pepsi, like all these companies yeah. out there. The CPG space on beverages is super tough, and that's why they had to raise so much money. I was trying to walk you down, like, why do you have to raise so much money to compete in that space? But it's tough. Um, the global market has expanded to be $76 billion for beverages by 2026. That's so here's one. here's one thing that you I said this specifically this way and you did made not pick it up on it because Summit. Founder CEO was a previous speaker at one of our events. Kara uh, Golden spoke at Recur. Yeah, I would have never. Which is our that conference one. that wasn't focused uh, back when we were doing Sub Summit subscription box and Recur was all subscription. Now Sub Summit for our audience is all subscription membership recurring revenue. Um, yeah, so that was those were all the big things. I think look, this is this is a tough game, but I think you did a great job. I disagree. I think you had too much faith in me, and Let's do here. I will never forgive myself. Three, I, I, I actually think uh, Chris George would have got one point on this. I think the fact that you, <laughs> he's not observant of me drinking that hint water, so he got five points for that. I'm scratching <laughs> pure off observation. The one here. Uh, so a total now 15 points for Chris George on his path to 100 and his prize. So he's going to come back thinking he had 20. Now he's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go out there and tell your, him how that went. I mean, okay. it's okay. We'll play it. We tell him. We tell him next time. He's gonna say, "Oh, I would have got that for sure." Yeah, Are you kidding sure me? That's a layup. That. Yeah, you know we should do. We should play this back for him and see if he can get it before Louis does. Mm, the fact that you got it on, on five like points, it's terrible. it's really tough. I don't know how anybody like a, plays this game. That feels like a morale downer <laughs> for me if I watch the tape. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's been a great episode, Louis. Thanks so much for sitting in. 
on this. It's been a lot of fun. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Good banter. Thank you for interviewing me at one point in there. Um, if you, this is your first time listening and tuning in, really appreciate you doing so. Uh, we love having fun with this every two weeks yes. and try and keep it always consistent. If you liked it, leave a comment, shoot us an email, tell us what you thought. Travis Chappell, thanks so much for your feedback last episode. Tried to bring the energy uh, even it. more so this more time. Energy. I was working hard at it. Um, and we love any and all feedback in there. If you have suggestions for name that subscription, drop those to us. You can find me on X at Paul Chambers or Chris George on Instagram at, at Chris G Certified. Uh, and you can Luke, find me in the office if you ever show up um, right, working back in yes. the storage room working hard to keep some summit going that french internship um, is going to pay for itself <laughs> or on linkedin different places and the best thing you can do the most appreciated thing you can do is share us with a friend yes. i really love that and appreciate that working hard to grow the knowledge and the 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 i don't know the relationships in this space so and think, olive garden's mis- business model <laughs> and olive garden's business model thanks so much for tuning in which by the way next episode is episode number 20 and you gave me some interesting stats last, uh, the yes. beginning of the podcast. I got to pull them up again, but really quickly, this is allegedly because I don't have it right now. No pressure, by the way, right now. It looks like only nine, no, it looks like 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode three. Okay. So we have successfully accomplished that. And out of We're that 10%. 10% left, 90% don't make it past episode 20. So wow. next episode is a pretty big deal. No, no. Well, well, so next episode, we'll be following up. Following up. You started with welcome to episode 20. I'm still hung up. I know. Me too. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No pressure. Two more episodes. We'll be in whatever. I think it's like 1% or less than 1%. But no big deal. Really no big deal. We're fighting the good fight for the subscription community out here. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next two episodes, everybody. 